You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. So, the um, main central topic the last couple days has been about the MVP coming from two different angles, and I apologize for not doing the podcast yesterday, so I'm a little late to the party here. Um, had some home stuff to do, watching kids and whatnot, you know, how it goes. I'm also getting an hour late start for similar reasons today, so that sucks. Maybe it'll be a short podcast, that way I can, well, who am I kidding? I'm not going to get sleep tonight. I don't get sleep, that doesn't happen. But, um, you know, it's funny because I, I was going to start this, here's what I was going to say. I don't care. I don't care about any of the MVP stuff. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady is one of the areas that's flaring up right now. I don't, I don't really care. I mean, I, I, I want to interject myself and get involved because, I mean, there are certain things that when I look at it, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is better. But you know what? It, it doesn't matter. Tom Brady's doing a good job, and there's no question he's unbelievably valuable to Tampa. He's he's turning that team into a serious contender, and very similar to Aaron Rodgers, the more guys they lose, the more you think they're doomed, and you realize it was Tom Brady that was doing it. They were losing to the Jets until Antonio Brown walked off, and then he's like, eh, I don't care. He lost half his team, he lost his running back, he lost his wide receiver. And he's like, all right, well, it's fourth quarter, I'm going to do what I do, which is lead a comeback win. It's a good football player, man. And uh, what was it, Palazzolo or whatever, put together a little argument about why Tom Brady's better. Fair enough, man. Whatever. I don't, I, you know, I don't super care. Um, I just, I just, I don't know. I just don't. I think the whole thing is, is somewhat silly. I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting once you get into trying to, you know, take it seriously and break down why. You know, you got advanced analytics like Palazzolo was using. He was using his war rankings and all these different things. And it's fun to kind of break that down. When I was looking at it, I especially looked at the second half of the year. I don't think I talked about that on the podcast. Maybe I have. I don't know. But if you look at the second half of the year, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers is probably number one. Brady is like number seven or eight. Um, you know, and then there's the the fact that Tom Brady has had more attempts. So obviously he's going to have more yards and more touchdowns and all that kind of stuff. And the fact that his biggest asset is his touchdowns, which came basically all in like two games or two opponents or whatever the case is. But it's not something I want to get super worked up about. If we take a step back and look at it, nobody is arguing that Aaron Rodgers is elite. Nobody. There are some people that think Tom Brady's better. Maybe 70% of them are just biased and don't like Rodgers. Maybe. I don't know. But who cares? Whether or not he wins a useless award doesn't change anything. 
It doesn't change a single thing about what he's done in his career, this season, last week, next week, the playoffs, the Super Bowl, nothing. Whether or not he wins has no impact on what he's going to do for us in the future. It has no impact on whether he stays or leaves, retires, whatever the case is. It has no impact on any of that. It doesn't matter. It's mildly interesting. It's not worth fighting about. And then you got uh, Mr. Arkush here, Hub Arkush. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. I'm going to be completely honest. I didn't even listen to what he said. I didn't listen to it. I saw the comments and I said, I'm not listening to that. The guy's an idiot. But it, it, all that really did was further prove what I've been saying this whole time, and that, this, that the whole process is stupid. You get unqualified people casting their vote based on their opinions, and their opinions are, you know, at best mildly informed. And there are 50 different ways that you can come up to conclusions on Offensive Player of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. All these different comeback player, whatever you want. There are there are fifty different metrics you can come up with that would be better than let's just find some beat reporters and say, hey, what do you think? And they're like, oh, I think this. But again, all it did was prove my point of what I've been saying for years, and that is the MVP, the Pro Bowl, all that is useless, and it makes it all the more reason it's not worth fighting about the Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady thing. Now, if you want to talk about who's having a better season, fine, but leave MVP out of it because MVP has nothing to do with it. It is a useless made-up award that is that is voted on. And, and I don't want to cast aspersions on, on all of them. Maybe some of them do some real in-depth work. I don't know. But we just learned that at least for some of them, it's about as in-depth as I thought, which is not very. If somehow you don't know what I'm talking about, Hub Arkush, or however you say the guy's name, is a Chicago sports writer and said Aaron Rodgers is a liar and a jerk and whatever else, right? He just started calling him names, implying that he's a bad human being, um, and therefore I can't vote for him for the MVP. So leaving aside the obvious here, where number one, this is pure bias, and number two, which I would guess is even more so, this has everything to do with the fact that he's not vaccinated and you can't handle that because you're an absolute psychopath and you cannot just stop with this nonsense. You can't stop with this craziness. You can't just leave people alone. This was months ago, and you still can't let it go. You still can't drop it. He's not vaccinated, and it makes you go insane. And so again, we, we got to veil it and be like, well, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not that. It's, it's that he, you know, he, he lied, and that hurt his team. But also the offseason. That was so horrible. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And anybody think, that thinks that this is even mildly honest, have, have you looked around the NFL and the different things that have happened around the NFL? To, to even allude to the fact that Rodgers is sort of the biggest jerk or whatever. Here, here's the original whatever. This is via Pro Football Talk. I was just scrolling around trying to find this. Um, one of the 50 voters who will decide this year's MVP award says he has ruled out voting for Aaron Rodgers, calling him a, quote, bad guy and, quote, the biggest jerk in the league. Now, I guess we'd have to rule out some people that are no longer in the league because of how big a jerks they are, but Antonio Brown is still in the league. He's a bigger jerk than Antonio Brown. Why? What did he do? He said he wasn't sure if he wanted to come back, and he he said he was immunized instead of vaccinated, and that's worse than sexual assault? Huh, that's weird. But again, all, all that really did was prove my point. It's a garbage system, and these these are unqualified human beings. And, and the, the fact of the matter is the vast majority of these guys who are... See, see, 
And nobody likes this, especially because you talk about media and it's a it's a hot button issue, right? You, you don't attack the media because that makes you one of one of them. I, I don't care. Here, here's the reality. You can take it wherever you want to take it. I don't really care. The world is evolving pretty rapidly. And there are certain institutions that have historically been massive institutions, and they're fighting for their lives. And rather than trying to learn how to adapt and be better, they're trying to stand on traditionalism. Well, we're an institution, and we should be protected because we're an institution, not because of the value we provide. There are very few reporters that provide a lot of value. They really don't. The only value they have is the value that they're given because of their title. It's a, it's a circular thing. It's, it sort of reminds me of college. You don't need college to learn how to do anything in the world. You can learn anything in the entire universe without college. But you need college simply for the reason that you need college. That's the only reason we need college is because you need college. Because if you go to an employer and say, no, I didn't go to college, but I know how to do this better than 99.9% .9 of college graduates with a degree in this particular field, they're going to say, sorry, you need to go to college. You need that piece of paper. That's it. But you don't need to go to college. There's not a shred of information that you can't find out there in the universe that is hidden in the halls of college. And so there, there was a time and a place where news and media and information was not super easy to come by. You did need, you know, I mean, libraries were incredibly important and universities, which did have like information that was not easily come by. The newspaper was a big deal. It's how you got your news, and until you got the newspaper, you just didn't really know what was going on out there. And then you got television comes along, and you got the news is on at certain times, and you can learn certain bits of news at those certain times, and it was all funneled through the media. And the same with sports media. That's how you get your information. We are so far beyond that, it's unbelievable. The amount of information and content and context that is provided from every corner of the universe, from people that don't make a single shred of, of money, simply because of the love they have for it. The people that you can just find on Twitter, with podcasts, with websites, with blogs. What, what is it that the, these guys are providing? What is it? It's, it's the, the only thing they have left is some some like insights. And you know what? They're losing that as well. Because I'm looking at all these little rinky dink podcasts and YouTube channels that have like 50 subscribers and all these. I mean, they're very, very small. They're having NFL players coming out, coming on their shows. It's not going to be very long before these guys start breaking news. Guys like Hub Arkush are kind of useless. The only thing these guys have is press passes so that they can go in, or at least they used to be able to go in locker rooms. Now they can't even do that. So they lost that too. And you can go in and, and you can speak at the podium, which is a, a sort of power, except they suck at that job too. They ask the dumbest questions in the world. They're not even good at it. But you know why places like Twitter and all these places have, have better content? It's because it's an open market. And anybody and everybody can do it, and the ones that can do it really well thrive. There's no open market over at, at, you know, at the podium where anybody can come up and ask a question, and then the ones that ask really good questions get to continue to ask questions. That's not how it works. It's, it's certain people with press passes. And who gets press passes? It's people who are hired by ESPN and these, these different media entities. Well, how did they get that job? Well, they went to a university and got a degree and then went to a job interview and got hired and worked there long enough and ended up working up the ranks. And there you go. They're really good at knowing where the periods and commas go. And they're writers and they get put in front of cameras. And you can tell that they're writers when you put them in front of cameras. But what, whatever. It's, 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 it's just... 
So that's, I mean, that's just the foundation of all this. These are the people, and, and, and again, this is, this is part of them clinging to something. They need things like the, the AP voting or whatever stupid thing it's called. Why? Because it, it gives them a sense of, it's fiat value, it's fake, but it gives them that importance. It gives them that thing that, that they have and nobody else has. But they need that because, again, they provide no real value, at least not value that somebody else couldn't just provide. But I don't get to vote on MVP. I don't get press access. I don't get all these other things. And so, again, it's, it's not that other people couldn't do it or do it better. Clearly, this MVP voting stuff is a joke, but they need it and they cling to it. And it's why they get so angry and anxious when people like me start talking about how stupid this system is. Because this is supposedly what value they bring. They, they have this sense of, of value. We get to vote because we are the elite. We are the knowers of all things. We are the, we, we are the, the reporters for these teams and for the league. If we strip them of everything in which they're not fully qualified for and allowed open competition for everything, they would lose everything. I think one of the better guys at the press conferences is the guy that snuck in the back door. It's Aaron Nagler. I think he asked the best questions in the press conference. Who's Aaron Nagler? He's the guy that started a little blog, and all the journalists looked down their nose at him because he's this little peon blogger. But again, he had to go through the open marketplace, and he succeeded because of the product he put out. Not because he was the journalist that got forced on us, but as you can tell, passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. 
that that's not what I'm going to be able to do today is to just say I don't care. <laughs> Part of it is because I'm in a bit of a mood at the moment. Um, I don't know. I just came down here steaming a little bit. And then just as I was like, all right, here's what I'm going to do today. All I'm going to do, real simple. I'm just going to say, who cares? Let's just move on. And then I happened to glance at Twitter and I see that Mr. Hub Arkush, who Aaron Rodgers called um, a bum because he is. And and I mean, I can't say literally because I doubt he lives on the street, but Again, it, it people like Rogers. He's not just saying it as like a name, like he's a he's a dummy when really he's actually intelligent. No, he, he's he's dismissing him as a nobody. I mean, just l- listen to these titles: executive editor of Pro Football Weekly, analyst of Shaw Media, Daily Herald, sideline sideline reporter for Westwood One, NFL insider at six seventy. The score. He's got all these titles and all these accolades, and what does it mean? What does he know? What is it? What 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 are his qualifications? What does he provide? Hub Arkish, I guess is how you say his name. I just listened to five seconds of some podcast he did or whatever. But he called him a bum because he's he's irrelevant. Here here here's here's another way to put it. If Aaron Rodgers left the path, the, the entire point of the MVP is what most valuable player. PFF decided one way to analyze this is their war thing, which is wins above replacement. In other words, if he was replaced, how many wins would be left on the table? How much worse, how much would there be a drop-off if he left? Aaron Rodgers is one of very, very, very few people that can do what he does. One of, I don't know, two or three. That's what makes him valuable. It's a big part of what makes anything valuable. It's the sheer quality of it but also how rare it is, right? I don't care how high quality something is. If there's billions of them, they're not going to be valuable. If Mr. Hub Arkish left his post and retired, would anybody notice? Who would notice? Would there be a void? Would, 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 what, are the, uh, what are we looking at here again? Um, Pro Football Weekly. Would we be talking about a potential teardown and rebuild of Pro Football Weekly because our executive editor, Hub Arkish, left? Or would they just go on uh, some jobs website and just hire somebody else that has experience because 50,000 other people do what he does? They're editors, and they're going to find an editor who can come in and be an editor. Is 670 the score going to collapse without him? Are, are they done? Chicago Sports Talk Radio? No. There, there's a lot of people in Chicago that can scream and rant and rave about how much the Bears suck. And again, keep in mind, I've already said all these things about myself. There are a lot of Packers podcasts, and there are different Packers podcasts. There's, there's a new one starting every day. I'm fully aware of all that. And if somebody came to me and said, we want you to vote for MVP, I would do it. But if anybody took it seriously, I would laugh at you. I'd be like, look, here's the information. Here's why I did what I did, and here's what I came to. And I would try to, again, remove myself from the process, come up with some kind of a criteria, ask a bunch of people, like, what do you guys think should be the criteria? Kind of sort through it and go, okay, well, they, they told me to do it, so at the end of the day, it's up to me. But, but at the end of all that, it's like, well, then that, that's what makes the MVP not, even if I did it, the MVP is not valuable because it was based on my calculations, which who cares? Anyways, apparently he published an apology. And this is the other thing I absolutely hate with a passion about every single member of apparently the sports media and probably just the entire media landscape. And again, there's a, there is this arrogant, self-important nature to all of these guys. And it drives me nuts because again, 
I feel like the community that I'm in, not that I'm best friends with everybody, I, I barely know anybody, but very, very humble people. And I, I, I brag on here all the time, but I, I, I'm mostly just being stupid. I know what I got, I know what I do, and I know what I don't have. I, who cares? I don't have the biggest podcast, I'm not going to have the biggest podcast, I don't care. But there's a lot of humble people. They do it, number one, because they love it, and number two, just because they're passionate about it. It's something that they want to do, whatever it, whether it's a podcast or a blog or or writing, or film breakdown, or whatever it is, and they just want to provide value to the Packer community. It's all about being a fun Packer fan, but there's, I don't know too many people that are super arrogant. There might be a couple, and I'll, I'll leave those opinions aside. There might be a handful that have kind of gotten a little big for their britches, so to speak, if I may be so bold. But again, these are people, and, and there's a lot of people that, if they started mouthing off, they earned it. Like Again, when, when I say stuff, it's because I earned it. I get excited about how big this thing's gotten. I'm sorry, but sometimes I, I get excited about it. Bukowski, if I don't listen to his show, not anything against him, I just don't listen to any Packers podcast anymore, but including my own. But if he decided he just wanted to go on a tirade for an entire day about how he has the biggest and best Packers podcast and nobody can touch him, might not be the best idea, but guess what? He'd be right. And good for him. He built it. He did that. He's been working it. I can't catch the freaking guy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. But these guys are so arrogant and so self-important all the time. The Rob Domofskis of the world, they're just insufferable. Insufferable. They're so elitist. And again, they provide the least to this community. The, the best thing that they can do is give us the information about five seconds before somebody else gives us the information. They're quote-unquote insiders because they have a, a contact somewhere in the team and they leak it to Rob or whoever else, and then they tell us on Twitter, and then we find out a little sooner. Thanks. But anyways, finally getting to what I was trying to say, if I can even get there. The goal was to say, who cares, until I saw, and I, again, I was perusing on Twitter, and I came across Dusty's uh, snippet of an article that Hub wrote an apology. Starts it off by saying, if you haven't uh, heard, I spent the last 24 hours making a pretty nasty mess. I made a terrible mistake, completely my fault, no one to blame but myself. I own this and I couldn't be more sorry. Wow, that's pretty intense. Now, here, just being completely honest here, I don't know why he's doing this. Really, what, what, what is the point of apologizing? You told the truth. You said Aaron Rodgers is a jerk and I'm not going to vote for him. I mean, the, 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 the only thing you can really apologize for is to say, whoops, I should have just kept my mouth shut and kept that a secret. But what does that help? He goes on to say, um, there is no more respected bastion of journalism in the world than the Associated Press. Again, this is what I'm talking about, this kind of stuff. First of all, the fact that journalism means anything, but then the, the most respected of the most respected institution is the Associated Press. Yeah, and, and what you said is a pretty good summary of, of what that is, but okay. He says, and from where I sit, there are few greater honors in my business than being chosen one of the 50 members of its panel that selects the NFL's annual All-Pro MVP, etc. Again, exactly what I just said. These kinds of things are what prop up these fiat institutions that don't provide anything. It's fake. And you know what? It all goes away when we stop caring about it. It's useless. It's useless. The, the players need to stop caring, and we need to stop caring. And, and furthermore, we should definitely stop judging players in the past based on their Pro Bowls, their All-Pro, their MVPs, all that stuff, because it doesn't mean anything. It's not an accurate reflection of how, how well they performed in their career. 
He says, it's been my privilege to be a member of that team for some time now, and Tuesday, I violated that trust. Again, everything you're saying is fake. The idea that this is some sacred institution, it's not. It's a group of hacks like you who get together and stroke each other's hair about how great we are and how great the world of journalism is and how great the Associated Press is. And really, it's just a bunch of angry, bitter little people like you who can't get over their biases, who try to push forth information and pretend that it's not biased. And whoops, I made a mistake. I told everybody that I was biased and I'm not supposed to, I'm not supposed to let that out of the bag. I'm supposed to lie and say that I'm being a critical thinker and an objective journalist. And I, shoot, I let the cat out of the bag. Maybe you should apologize because you let the cat out of the bag for everybody. And so what is he apologizing for? Well, he goes on to say, our marching orders are to cast our votes as reasoned and thoughtfully as possible for those we believe to be the most deserving in our own considered judgment. Again, who cares what your judgment is? Goes on to say, all that is asked of us is not to discuss our votes publicly until after the awards have been announced. So what is he apologizing for? He's apologizing, not necessarily even for what he said, because again, he believes it. And I don't even think in his inner circle, anybody's mad at him for what he said, because in his inner circle, Aaron Rodgers is the worst human being on planet Earth. But he violated the sanctity of the AP. He kind of gave them a black eye. Because again, they're trying to keep up this facade that isn't real. And he just kind of lifted the curtain a little bit on his little radio show to let everybody look inside and see it's all fake. An angry, bitter little man told us who he's not going to vote for and his reasoning behind it, which was not reasoned and thoughtful. It's because he's a biased hack. And he's going to use that as his guide because, you know, he's a respectable journalist. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Respectable journalists never do that kind of stuff. They never let their bias get in the way of objective facts. He goes on to say, on, uh, at 670, the score in Chicago where I am regularly employed as an analyst and host for reasons that I am still trying to come to grips with but were completely my responsibility, I l- allowed myself to be walked into a conversation about the MVP candidate and I knew the MVP candidate I knew I would not be voting for. So he's already, first of all, shifting this a little bit. He allowed himself to be walked into it. So they, they kind of pulled me and I let him pull me. Dude, it, first of all, shut up. You want to know the reality behind this? It's really not hard to say I can't talk about it. So why did he talk about it? He knows he's not supposed to do this. He knows it's against, I don't want to say rules, but it's against the spirit of the thing, apparently. So why did he do it? You know why he did it? Because he's so overwhelmed with anger. He couldn't hold himself back to bash Aaron Rodgers because he hates the guy so much. Continuing on, he says, I said some things that while not unreasonable in the context they were said, I voiced them in an inappropriate way. Again, he's not sorry for what he said. He agrees with it. And you know what? Again, his colleagues mostly agree with him. They hate Aaron Rodgers. And not just because he's a Packer. He's unvaccinated and says he doesn't like cancel culture. So yeah, he's, he's not very well liked. He then goes on to say the other 49 are now under scrutiny, which is one of the things he actually is sorry for. Because, again, he kind of lifted the curtain. And so now people are like, well, okay, so what are your reasons then? Show me your, show me your work. Who are you voting for and why? What, what's your criteria? So Mr. Hub is, is upset now because they shouldn't have to go through that because obviously they should be allowed to vote for whoever they want for whatever reason they want and not have to deal with any scrutiny about why they're doing what they're doing because, after all, these are, these are journalists They shouldn't have to answer questions from the plebs. Then there is the quote that brought me to this article that uh, Dusty snipped. It says, 
worse yet. So keep in mind, he's talked about why he's apologized. He's listed a couple things. Number one, making the AP look bad. He apologized for that because, again, propping them up is everything to them. The institution is their entire value. Number two, he talked about his comments in which he said he doesn't basically care about what he said. He's not sorry for that. And number three, he's put pressure on his colleagues for which he does feel sorry for. But despite all that, he says, worse yet, meaning worse than all of those things is this. I apparently unleashed a small army of self-styled social media and talk radio experts. Pause. Again, the elitism right here. Everything I said, you think I'm not telling the truth? It's right here. And every single one of these guys is exactly like this. This is how they are. Self-styled social media and talk radio experts. In other words, these wannabes. They're self-styled. They're not, they're not made through the, the, the institution. They're so-called. They don't have any business have, being in this conversation with me. Which again, remembering the context, makes this whole thing hilarious. You, sir, are not qualified. You are the hack. Continuing on, self-styled social media and talk radio experts who have no clue what they're talking about to challenge the quality of the voting process and would attempt to invalidate any vote or thought process that didn't agree with their own. There's so much unbelievable delusion here, and I'm sure I don't even need to explain to you what is wrong with this, but I'm going to try anyways. First of all, you've already apologized for this, but you're the one who did this. It's not the self-styled social media and talk radio experts who are doing this. It's you did this by by not only bringing up skepticism, but proving, proving that the quality of the voting process should be challenged. You are the one that invalidated the votes and the thought process. He says that doesn't agree with their own. No, dude. No, 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 no. If you had said, I'm not voting for Aaron Rodgers, I'm voting for Tom Brady, and everybody got mad at you and and whatever because they thought it was Aaron Rodgers, that's what this would be about. You said you're not voting for him because you don't like him. You are the one that proved, proved without a shadow of a doubt that this process is flawed, if not broken entirely. Broken would imply that it was ever a, a, a product that was together. Maybe at one point it was the best you could do. And, and I think, you know, if you go back to the early, early days of the NFL, who would be better? You don't want to ask the players, right? Because they're going to be somewhat biased. So who's like really in tune with the league that isn't going to be somebody that's involved in the team specifically? It would be the media would make sense. Today, this is useless. But again, it was you that did this. You are the one that proved that this is a bad process. You are the one that proved that you guys are not worthy of any special uh, voting rights for, for, for handing out titles and awards. What a joke. Because you don't like a guy? And if you think I'm so stupid as to believe you're the only one of 50 that works and operates this way, you're out of your mind. Because again, we've gone through the Pro Bowl. We've talked about the Pro Bowl. Quentin Nelson is a perfect example. Quentin Nelson is one of the greatest guards in football who's having a really bad year. He's in the Pro Bowl. Why? Because these guys don't know what they're talking about. They just know Quentin Nelson is a big name, and he's he's a good football player. They don't realize he's having a bad year, so they let him in anyways, because they don't actually know what they're talking about. But he goes on to say, 
that the radio experts and the self-styled social media folks, they have no clue what they're talking about. Of course they do. You, the, the, What they're talking about is what you did. And what you did was prove that this is a BS process. He then says, a sign of the times, I guess. What, what's a sign of the times? Again, if this is an apology in which you don't admit anything you did, even the part that you are saying you're sorry for, which is giving the AP a black eye, Apparently, you weren't even sorry for that because now you're, you're, you're not even saying that was your fault. You're saying that these people are coming out of nowhere. What right do you have to challenge this process? Be- be- because of what you said and did, you idiot. See what I mean? And, and listen, you go through this article, I guarantee the commas and the periods are all in the right spot. He's a, he's a great writer, right? The, the style of this, I'm sure he knows how to do all this stuff. But the content is that of a complete dullard. There's nothing between the ears whatsoever. He doesn't know how to think. This is stupid. This is just anger being vomited again, which is what got him in trouble to begin with. Continuing on with his just obnoxious garbage to everyone in any way associated with the AP Awards, you couldn't possibly do the job any better. That's a stupid statement. You know how I know? You got selected. Even if the other 49 are perfect, and by perfect, I don't just mean they're not completely biased, they're actually trying. I'm talking about the way in which they go about it. I mean, they're consulting with the best of the best in advanced analytics, and they're going through everything. They're pouring through data. They're doing everything they can. Even if the other 49 are, we know that the AP is not doing the job as best as it possibly could because they gave you a vote. You're one of 50 Continues on, you couldn't possibly do the job any better or be more respected by anyone who actually cares more about getting it right than getting what they want. I don't even know what that sentence means, but again, you're, you're not respected and you shouldn't be. And that respect is waning by the day and it's not waning fast enough. To any player or coach that's ever won an AP honor, you couldn't possibly be more deserving and don't ever let anyone call that into question. Again, so now what is he doing? He's spinning it. He's now apologizing for people like me who have the audacity to ever attack the AP honors. Why? Because if you attack the AP honors, you're attacking all the former MVPs and all everything that they accomplished. And, and the biggest accomplishment that any of them have ever had is winning this stupid fake award that we give them. And you're tarnishing that. You're tarnishing their name and their legacy. The legacy of men like Bart Starr. How dare you, sir? That's what he's trying to do right here. It's a complete joke. Again, he's trying to turn it on anybody that would attack him. And and what does that sentence even mean? To any player or coach that's ever won an AP honor, you couldn't possibly be more deserving? What what does that actually mean? Other than just being an empty platitude, what does that mean? Everybody was exactly perfect? You couldn't have been a slight bit better? Does that mean everybody that ever won an MVP was exactly as good as the other ones? It's just an empty statement. It doesn't mean anything. It was a waste of space. It was a waste of my time to read it, and it was a waste of everybody's time to hear me read it to you. I have no idea why my daughter's screaming, but I don't have the time to go up there and try to rectify that situation. So we're going to power through this, and I don't think we're going to do an ad today. I'm just, I'm just, <sighs> this, is, this is what we're doing today. And to all the patrons who two days ago I asked for questions, I will be getting those, I promise. But again, no podcast yesterday, and I'm just, I'm, I can't do it today. Goes on to say, to Aaron Rodgers, you are one of the greatest players of this generation and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Whether or not you are this year's MVP is up to the 50-member panel, neither me nor my critics. Okay. Okay. That's the end of the sentence, by the way. 
Is he not on the panel? What, what does that sentence mean? First of all, let's back up. You're one of the greatest players of this generation and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but you won't vote for him. Would you say that he's valuable? Would you say he's one of the most valuable? And by the way, him trying to explain this away, saying that, well, his actions uh, impact his value to the team. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Provide me some data that shows that this team was negatively impacted by any of his actions. Show me one player that is upset with Aaron Rodgers. You know who the players are upset with during that whole COVID debacle? Not one of them was upset with Aaron Rodgers. They were all sick of you and all your stupid questions and trying to get them to turn on each other. Devontae Adams and Matt LaFleur and this entire organization, they rallied around Aaron Rodgers. They support Aaron Rodgers just like they support Alan Lazard, just like they supported Devontae when he got it and spread it to people because they're a team and they stick together and they're not a bunch of whiny morons that want to throw hissy fits and divide this country in half between those that do and those that don't, those that obey and those that don't because they're not garbage human beings like you people are. You are obsessed with what Aaron Rodgers did. You are upset with what Aaron Rodgers did. If you were on that team, you would have thrown a hissy fit. But you know what? The men that play football with Aaron Rodgers respect Aaron Rodgers, and they love Aaron Rodgers, and they play and they fight for Aaron Rodgers just like he does for them. There is nothing that he did that has caused any bit of a rift in this team. He, as well as everybody else, has gotten this team to where it is. There is no data point, there is no sound clip, there is nothing you can find to verify that anything he did caused any kind of a rift within this team or that locker room. Nothing. You're lying. And again, this guy's a liar. He's a snake. He's, 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 he's completely 100% biased and he's, he's got this big mouth and he's got this big attitude and he's going to talk about, he's a tough guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's a jerk. He's the biggest jerk in the league, but yet he won't stand by that and say, you know what? That's why I'm not voting for him because I don't like him and I don't like his decision. He's not man enough to do that. He's man enough to run his mouth. He's not man enough to just stand by the statement. No, no, no. He's got to make up all this fake. So, well, technically, um, th there's a formula I created where his actions negatively impacted the team. And so that hurts the statistics. And so it makes him less valuable. No, you're lying now. Now you're backtracking. Now you're being a coward. Stand up like a man and defend what you said. You're a little whiny little girl who still can't get over the fact that Aaron Rodgers makes decisions and has opinions that you don't agree with, and you cannot get over it, and you couldn't even restrain yourself on a national, well, it's a local, but it ended up national, radio program. The one thing you said in this article, the one thing they asked you to do, keep your mouth shut about why you're voting. Why do they ask you to do that? Probably because you're all a bunch of hacks. But beyond that, that's the only thing you had to do and you couldn't do it because you're so angry, because you're so out of control. You can't even control yourself enough to just do that one simple thing. Don't talk about who you're voting for and why you're voting for them. Don't do that. That's the one thing and he couldn't do it because he's so vitriolic toward Aaron Rodgers. And again, while it's not about COVID, it's just because he hates the Packers. Go to his Twitter page right now and look at the banner at the top. What is that? It's him posing with Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a Green Bay Packer. Aaron Jones has caused misery for the Chicago Bears. Give me a break. Aaron Rodgers, you are one of the greatest players of this generation and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Dude, save yourself. Save, save, save yourself a little bit of dignity here. This is pathetic. Stand by what you said. At least stand by it. Now you got to grovel to him in this halfway apology that he's not going to accept, nor should he, because it's not even an apology. 
Whether or not you're this year's MVP is up to the 50-member panel, which I'm pretty sure he's a part of. And if he's not, it's going to be largely because of you, because of your inability to set your biases aside and vote for the correct person. I couldn't be more sorry for dragging you, dragging all of you into my mess, and I hope you will accept my apology. All of you. Oh, okay. All of who? The other voters who are now being uh, put under a microscope because you exposed this whole process, which again, most people fully understood was a stupid process to begin with, and I don't know why we do this. Dragging all of you into the... All of who? All of the fake journalists? Is that who you're really apologizing to? I'm sorry I, I gave you guys a bad name. I know we're trying to prop up this thing, and I just made us all look bad. I mean, I, I at least have some respect for guys like Skip Bayless because he knows what he is. It's a, it's a big gimmick, and he just leans into it. He's like, yeah, I'm a clown, but I'm a rich clown, and I'm going to lean into it, and I'm going to take all that money. I'm going to say outrageous, outlandish stuff and make these creepy videos, and you're going to retweet the living crap out of it, and I'm going to make just buku banks, son. He doesn't care. He's a goofball, but he knows he is. And he's playing all of us, and good for him. Seriously, good for him. He's better than I am, because I couldn't do that. The guy's a genius. He's a weird, creepy, loudmouth guy that's just learned how to get us all wrapped around his finger and just market the living daylights out of that and just, just kill it. But he's propping up his clown show, and good for him. What I can't stand is this nonsense. Somebody who doesn't provide value, who doesn't have this TV show that a bunch of people want to watch, either because they love it or because of how much they hate it. And yet again, the only thing that these guys have is how loudly they can scream about how respected they are. It's a respected organ. It's respected, 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 respected. And they say it so much, and it's just a group of people that huddle in a circle and go, respected, 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 we're respected, we're so respected. And it's just this fake word. Like, what, what are you talking about? Who are you? Go away. I write for the journal. What the heck is a journal? You mean that that paper that my grandparents used to have delivered to their house? Is that what you're talking? Well, it's a website now. Does anybody go to that website? Well, they do, but then there's a little thing that pops up and says, "Will you give me 99 cents for my insights?" And they say no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know that site. It's stupid. He goes on to say, "Why or how this became a national news story? I don't understand." Again, you are clearly demonstrating that you haven't learned anything. Don't write this. Don't write this. Or, or, or better yet, just be honest enough to come out and say, I'm not sorry. People get mad at Aaron Rodgers because he keeps doubling and tripling and quadrupling down on what he said. Good. He's not sorry, and he shouldn't be. Look, this is what I said. This is what I meant. People get mad, and they can all stick it. Mr. Hubarkish should have written an article instead of saying, here's my apology at the front, and then go on to just trash everybody that you disagree with. Just write an article to say, you know what? He is a jerk, and I do hate him. And if they want to take my voting rights away, that's fine. I don't care because I'm right. I'm right that he's a jerk. I'm right that he's a, a low life. I'm right that I, da, 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 and I stand by that. Forget that guy. I hope he retires and go lives in some hippie commune out in the middle of an island somewhere and smokes dope and disappears for the rest of, of everybody's life. That's what he should have written. At least then he'd be honest. At least then he could stand on his own two feet and say, you know what? I don't care what you think. This is what I said. This is what I meant. But this is the worst possible thing you could do. Because you're simultaneously groveling and proving you've learned absolutely nothing and you have no idea why there's any backlash and you're basically saying that everybody that disagrees with you is a complete idiot. Why or how this became a national news story I don't understand? How do you not understand? It's fairly straightforward. First of all, you're an idiot for calling Aaron Rodgers a jerk. What, why is he a jerk? What makes him a jerk? That's number one. It's also 
quite a, a, a flagrant statement. But to say the biggest jerk in the league, that's pretty wild. But but you you fully understand what the real big story here is, right? You're withholding your MVP vote for him because you don't like his personality. You have exposed this process for what it truly is, as well as exposing yourself as who you truly are. And you don't see any reason why anybody would care about this? Well, if you understood the full context, well, da-da-da-da-da-da. And again, it's all double talk. I'm so sorry that I exposed the AP for what it is. But also, how dare you challenge the AP as though there's anything wrong with it and that it's not perfect. And also, I don't understand what anybody's upset about. Well, what did you just apologize for? And while I would love to be able to explain what I meant to say and butchered so badly, no, you said what you meant. By the way, you're writing an article. Why don't you say it? Oh, probably because it is what you said. Any further conversation about my own vote now would just throw another log on the fire and cloud what matters at the moment. I was wrong, I own it, and I couldn't be more sorry. You were wrong, you didn't own it, and you could absolutely be more sorry. I have a feeling there's several degrees of sorrow beyond I don't give a crap, which is currently where you reside. I'll be happy to discuss my vote and my reasoning with whomever would like to after the awards have been announced. So I can't wait for that. Here's a prediction. He's going to vote for somebody like Tom Brady, and he's going to lean into very advanced analytics. And he's going to say that this was all overblown, and all the media sycophants were going to protect them constantly and want to defend the the media and the AP and all this stuff. They're going to say, you guys blew this out of proportion. It was never that big of a deal. He just said that, that, that. But if you look at his real reasoning, if you look at the data and you look at what truly goes into this, and a lot of these, I guarantee you, these guys are going to start coming out with how seriously in-depth this process is and how much real hard work they put into this because they have to continue to prop this thing up that just had its legs kicked out from underneath it. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if he does a media tour showing how detailed the process was for him to come to the conclusion that Tom Brady is the true MVP of the league and will simultaneously try to brush under the rug the idea that Aaron Rodgers' personality had anything to do with it. That was wildly blown out of proportion. He goes on to say, finally, for now, please don't tarnish anyone else for my mistake. Too late. And again, he just acknowledged it again. He keeps going back and forth. People are being tarnished because of what you did. So why are you saying you don't understand? Why are you saying that... (sighs) Think of me as you will, but I hope my responsibility and regret are clear. This is so cheesy and stupid. There's nothing rational. There's nothing that makes sense. This was not very well thought out. It's like this weird sort of poetic... It's like... Uh, fluffy stupidity mixed with like little shots of rage. You can tell he's still angry as he's typing this because he's like, I'm so sorry. And also you stupid bunch of jerks. I'm going to just, and and anyways, I, I, I just, in my soul, I'm so sorry for all of this. And Rogers, you are the greatest of all time. And I just wish people could understand that you freaking morons don't understand the process. That's, that's what we just read. That's basically what we just read. This guy's a psychopath. He's freaking weird. It's, there's, there's no two ways about it. I mean, I, oh my goodness. He, I, I, I don't think he had an editor comb over this because this doesn't make any sense. And if he did ask somebody to read over it, um, they should be fired because this whole thing is stupid. Um, he wrote this way too early. He did not fully flesh out what it is he wanted to say. Does he want to apologize? Does he want to defend himself? What is he trying to do here? This was garbage. This is stupid. 
Is Aaron Rodgers the MVP? Who gives a crap? Who cares? It's a fake award. It's fake. It doesn't act. If you win, does that mean you are the most valuable? No. No. Who's the most valuable? I don't know. I don't know. That's an interesting debate amongst the the analytics nerds. It's a fun thing if you want to kind of dig into it and kind of look through it. It's, It's a fun little conversation, but it has nothing to do with the AP's vote. 50 journalists voting has nothing to do with anything involving reality. Who cares what their vote tally comes to? Why do we care? We need to focus on what matters. What matters is the Packers staying healthy in this Detroit game. The Packers staying focused through the bye. And the Packers coming back with a vengeance, proving their value. Not because of some stupid unnecessary, ridiculous, garbage voting process by people that don't matter. Prove your value by winning the Super Bowl. That's what you can do. Not just the most valuable player in the league. Prove you are the best team in the league, the most valuable team in the league, the best coach, GM, quarterback, running back, tight end, cornerback, everybody. Prove that you are the best team in the league this year. Get it done. You want to shut up Hub Arkush? Win the Super Bowl. You want to shut up Adam Schefter and all the haters and all the people that started all these problems for you and gave you all these problems? Go win the Super Bowl. And then sign with the Packers again next year. That'll really, that'll really, and that, I'll be completely honest. There's a part of me that wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers wants to rejoin the Packers just to stick it to all of these people. Because all that tension that he had with Green Bay, all the feelings he had of, I'm upset with the Packers organization, I'm upset with Brian Gutekunst, I'm upset with all these guys and everything else. And so he had this feeling of maybe I'll stick it to him in a little way. Think how much more he's angry at the media right now. Do you know how badly they would love for Aaron Rodgers to just go away? Do you know how badly they want the Green Bay Packers to just collapse in on themselves like a dying star? Aaron Rodgers coming back for the long term, saying, I'm going to be here for a long time, a long time, and I'm going to win a lot of Super Bowl, and I'm going to keep running my mouth, and I'm going to keep going on Pat McAfee's show and giving exactly what my opinion is about all you hacks, all you bums. I'm just going to tell everybody exactly like it is as I win week after week after week, proving that I am the most valuable player in the league. Do you know how much just, just, violent twitching there would be of all the people that have been talking so much crap not to mention you got the Bears fans that all flipped them off and the Bears media and the Vikings fans and the Vikings media and all these people that have been just just licking their chops they're just so excited he's almost gone it's almost over this team is gonna get crushed and Rodgers is gonna go to some garbage team and he's gonna be out of here and it's just gonna be glorious and he can simply make that all go away by going to Brian Gutekunst, and we'll talk more about this tomorrow because we are well out of time. Just go to Brian Gutekunst and say, you know what? Let's get a deal done. Why don't you go ahead and extend me a little bit? We'll lower the cap, kind of sign some of these boys, get Devontae inked up. Let's see how many more Super Bowls we can get in the next five or six years. What do you say? If Aaron Rodgers wants to get back at everybody that's come at him, that is the best possible way that he can do it. (sighs) But anyways, uh, we shouldn't care about the MVP because guys like that are the ones voting. 
And that's always been the case. It's not like, well, there's one bad apple. No, no, it's it's a stupid process. It's a stupid thing to argue about. Again, if you want to argue about it just amongst friends, fine. But don't let who actually wins the MVP mean anything to you. That has no bearing on what the actual answer to the question is, if there even is an answer. And who cares what the answer is? You're talking about two great elite quarterbacks who are unbelievably valuable for their team. You can add Pat Mahomes. You could add Joe Burrow. You could add um, the uh, Buffalo guy. Forget it. I'm, I'm fried right now. A lot of good quarterbacks out there, man. And yes, Jonathan Taylor, right? Freaking Devontae. I don't, I, who cares? Value everywhere. A lot of good players in the NFL. Go figure. That's where all the good NFL players are. A lot of good coaches. Matt LaFleur going to win? I don't know. Does it matter? Pace and Nagy have both won awards. Who cares? Pace has won an executive of the year and Brian Gutekunst hasn't. What does that mean in terms of reality? Does it mean that the Bears have a better GM than the Packers? Clearly it doesn't. Clearly what it means is the voting has no impact on reality. It has everything to do with he went out and got Khalil Mack, and that's one of the greatest things I've ever seen, and we're too stupid to figure out what the implications, the long-term implications of that would be and the negative ramifications of what that could possibly mean, and it was just the greatest thing, and I wrote all these wonderful articles, and it's such a great thing, and so he wins the award because that's how deep the thought process goes with a lot of these voters. So don't worry about who wins the stupid award. Don't worry about who goes to the Pro Bowl. Don't worry about the Madden grade. We'll talk about it. I'll rant and rave about it. I'll give my opinions about it because that's what I do. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything. It's useless. The Super Bowl matters. The Super Bowl is what they're actually striving for. Games that they win matter. Even things like statistics matter because it's something tangible that they accomplished. The records that Brett Favre had, the the uh, records that Rodgers is currently shattering, the Super Bowls Tom Brady has won. These are tangible things that they earned and they should be proud of. MVP is useless. There are people that have, that have even the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame, you know, and it, it, the thing that makes me sad is that these guys care. The Hall of Fame is stupid, and I wish Leroy Butler didn't care, and I wish we didn't care, but we do. And the fact that he wants it so desperately and can't get in, for that reason, I want him in there. But it's, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's just upsetting that we, we give them the power that they don't deserve by caring this much. They have such an unbelievable amount of power. You know, we, we got people that, I mean, it's like their dying wish is to just get into this Hall of Fame, and we got these same kind of media members who are deciding who, you know, whether or not they get into this Hall of Fame before they die, before they get to see their, their statue, that you know, their, their bust put up. It's just, it's just crazy. And again, we just, we give them all that power that they don't deserve. Take it away from them. If you want to have a Hall of Fame, great. They don't get to be the gatekeepers for that. Why, why do journalists get to decide who, which foot? Why don't you let football players decide? I understand why you don't want to let football players decide the MVP, because that's happening right now. But let football players decide which football player. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't really care, but there has to be a better process than this. There has to be. Anyways, I, I, I need to be done. I've ne- I don't think I've ever heard of Hub Arkish before today, and I'd be happy if I never hear about him again. But it won't matter, because if it's not him, it's just going to be somebody else. There's going to be another one of them who's going to do something obnoxious, who's going to have some kind of a take, and because they got a blue check mark, and because they're uh, an editor for a newspaper, they think they're better than everybody, and they're entitled to all these things, and that nobody has any right to question anything they do. And I'm just so sick of that entire entity and how self-important they think they are, when at the same time simultaneously being so unbelievably and completely useless.
But anyways, um, I guess I'll leave it at that. That was really supposed to just be 10 minutes, what I just said. And then we were going to move on to Patreon questions and other things, but obviously that didn't happen. But again, it was it was perfectly timed because I came down here and I was just in a very bad mood. And uh, that, always, that always works out nice when, when something like this happens and I'm just in a really bad mood. It just uh, feels good, man. It's just a, a perfect marriage. People doing stupid stuff and me being in a really bad mood is just, it's a glorious thing. I love it. Feels good to rage once in a while. I need that like once a month. But anyways, I, the other problem is I can't stop talking. I got to go. You folks have yourselves a fantastic day. I will talk to you tomorrow. We will be getting into Patreon questions. We will be looking at the Detroit Lions for whatever that's worth. Talking about the upcoming game, et cetera, et cetera. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>